I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is Dr. Michael Gorin, and I'm really excited to have him on the show because we're going to talk about his book, Sugar Proof, The Hidden Dangers of Sugar That Are Putting Your Child's Health at Risk and What You Can Do. He's a UC, USC professor of pediatrics and program director for diabetes and obesity at Children's Hospital in Los Angeles. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Lovely to be here. Thank you for having us on. When I heard about your book, I thought about my childhood growing up with all mm -hmm. the sugary cereal, the eczema, the M&Ms, the more health problems, et cetera, et cetera. And people don't realize how toxic sugar can be. Yeah, it has you know, broad systemic effects in, in, the, in the body, literally from, from head to toe. Some of them more above the skin, outgoing like eczema, like you mentioned, or weight gain, but a lot of under the skin issues too that are kind of asymptomatic, a word that we're unfortunately all familiar with now. The you know, long-term development of chronic diseases like type 2 diabetes and liver disease, which is rapidly increasing in kids and adults. It's happening under the skin. There was an interesting diagram, and I saved it to my desktop. I wanted to pull up the broad effects of too much sugar across the body during growth and development. And I remember, for instance, my younger daughter having asthma and having all these microbiome issues. Um, it, people don't realize it starts so young. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you wouldn't necessarily uh, kind of connect it. Some, some, a lot of families don't immediately connect some of these problems uh, with sugar, but studies show, I mean, for example, one study of kids with undiagnosed digestive problems, tummy problems that kids often suffer from, you can do a test for fructose malabsorption and it turned out that the majority of those kids had malabsorption to fructose and fi got fixed by going off sugar. And this is because you know, kids are not just young adults, they don't have all of the metabolic machinery in place to handle all this sugar. And that's what can cause um, a lot of these problems. Are you also seeing um, depression? Because I felt very, very worn out as a kid from all the fast food and the sugar. Can't, can't tie a direct line between those two. And there's lots of other factors going on, especially right now. Um, so it's, sure. that, that one's a little tough. There are, there are some studies, not, not, we couldn't find any in childhood, but some one or two studies in adulthood showing showing the link, but hard to kind of tease it all apart. How did you decide to write a book on this topic? I've been at the forefront of this research for over thirty years as a you know as a researcher, um, published hundreds of papers, done lots of studies. I wanted to I wanted to be able to translate these findings because it's so much needed in in the in the population. And so I wanted to, A, translate the science of how sugar affects kids, because that's often overlooked. And B, wanted to kind of put together all of our practical solutions that have worked for us and make them readily available. So families can really take this on and do something about it um, with our practical tools. Can you give us a sense of the outline, the structure of the book, what people can expect from it? Sure. So part one is the science, which we translate down to uh, everyday terms of how sugar affects the, the body of growing kids, starting with the fact that they're built, born with a built-in preference for sweetness and how this is backfiring in today's environment 
and how it affects kids' bodies from head to toe. Part two is the how-to, how to talk to kids about getting them on board, how everyday hacks and tips to cut sugar, whether that's breakfast, lunch, snacks, or dinner. Um, Seven-day challenge for getting you through a seven-day challenge of no added sugar or a more gradual 28-day plan, all designed to right-size your relationship with sugar, not eliminate it. We're not trying to eliminate sugar altogether. Just get it under control. And then the third part is your sugar-proof kitchen. So we have 39 recipes, uh, family-based, you know, targeting busy families with different uh, needs in the family, getting the kids involved, very important, uh, if you can, to get them helping with some of these projects. That's the three basic parts of the book. And it's all based on the science. Years ago, I remember always having sweets at night. I mean, it became this habit at home where we'd have dinner, we'd have dessert. It was seven days a week. And once you stop doing that, you feel completely different. At least I mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and th- th- that, that's, a very, that's, that's a very good example. You know, you get in, we get into these patterns or these cycles and the seven day plan is meant to kind of break some of those cycles. Not to say you can never have dessert again. Right. For example, um, if you do that, you'll, as you say, realize that, yeah, you, can, you don't have to have dessert every night and your kids are probably going to be fine with dessert several nights a week and maybe a smaller portion. So we have what we call in our house a mini D, mini dessert night, which is just a small portion of dessert, uh, small, whatever, small whatever on a small plate. Mm-hmm. We all eat it together as a ritual, talk about our days, serve it with tea or herbal tea at night or something like that. So yeah, there, there's, there's ways to kind of restructure your own environment at home so that we're not taken over by the whole commercial food industry that's kind of driving, in some cases, this, this huge consumption of sugar that we're in right now. It's, it's a total addiction. I know it for me, it was a huge addiction. Well, yeah, I mean, sugar, we talk about this. Sugar satisfies all of the clinical criteria for addiction. If you try to stop it, you'll want more. You crave it more. If you do stop eating it, you may have headaches or other withdrawal effects. So on the seven-day plan, when you cut it out, I'm not going to lie, the first few days might be tough uh, because you're going to have to be dealing with that. And there, but there's ways to do that that we can help you with. It's short-lived, and after you come out of that initial fog, you see a lot of benefits. But it's, it's addictive, and we have to break that addiction. And it can be done. It it's, it's just um, takes an organized approach. Is there a correlation between sugar consumption at night and the quality of sleep? Yes. Yeah, there's definitely links. We talk about those in the book. There's definitely relationships. So, you know, if you're going to be, for those late night treats, you don't want to do them right before bed. You also don't want to do them right after dinner. So there's some kind of happy medium in between. But again, it's also dose dependent. So if you're having, you know, a huge piece of cake or two big cookies right before bed, probably not a great idea um, because it can disrupt uh, sleep and melatonin levels and, and, and things like that. I often tell people, do an experiment. Go several days where you don't have any sugar before bed and see how well you sleep. Because for me, that was a big thing. It was like my brain was having these shock waves or something and I was yeah. pretty awake and not falling into a deep REM sleep. 
Yeah, and we encourage that a lot. We encourage you to be this, to be to 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 be the scientist and do those observations. And you you you, you know that might that might not be your specific issue, but you can try it out. Or breakfast is another issue where, especially for young kids, if there's too much sugar at breakfast, they go will end up in these kind of what we call the sugar roller coaster of rapid energy falls and crashes, yeah. and then you're stuck in that cycle during the day. So, you know. Try that experiment at home. See see if you can discover a brand new child who may be very different on uh, without sugar and be much more stable and focused and less bouts of of hangerness and bad moodiness and so on. Where can people find out more about you and your book? Yeah, we we have a website sugarproofkids.com and we have lots of information on there. You, and uh, on social media, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook with the handle at sugarproofkids. And of course, the, the book is available at actual bookstores or virtual bookstores everywhere in all kinds of formats, depending on what your preference is. So uh, yeah, we'd love, to, we'd love to hear from you on any of those places and answer any more questions your listeners might have. Fantastic. I want to thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this. Super. Yep. Love to do it again if you're interested. It was very nice to talk to you. Appreciate it.